Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. My name is Julia Arndt, and as always, I'm super delighted that you are spending a little bit of time with me today, because we're going to talk about time management in 2020. Yes. I know this is a really, really important topic for you because one of the things that you are probably struggling the most with is your time of how to get all of the things done that are filling your calendars. And at the end of the day, we don't only need time for work. We also need time for all of the other things that are happening in our lives, for our families, for our friends, for our social activities, for our hobbies. And especially when we are talking about stress management, it is really, really important that you are finding times to recharge because usually that is probably the first thing that you are crossing off your calendar when things are starting to get too busy. So we're going to talk today about a couple of tips and tricks and a step-by-step -step plan of how you can start integrating better habits in 2020 to manage your time and remain the high achiever that you are. But before we are jumping into today's podcast episode topic, I want to make sure to mention to you that there's only one week left in order to sign up for the eight week from stressed to empowered online coaching program that I'm going to give live starting on January 10th. 2020. I am really, really excited to start this program together with you, especially in the new year, because I think it's really, really beautiful to set really strong and new intentions for the new year and get a little bit of help with that. Because at the end of the day, you probably know best that the greatest gap in life is between knowing and doing. We do know a lot of things. We do know what we have to do, what our best practices are. We know that we have to plan and prioritize and create new habits. But then ah, sometimes it's just really hard to really do it. And so I want to invite you to join me and some really fantastic participants from all over the world, from all different kinds of backgrounds in tech, in consulting, in venture capital, and join this really powerful community to create new habits for you, to create an accountability system, to help you achieve all of the things that you have on your list for 2020. So the doors and the registration for the program closes on December 16th. So if you're listening to today's podcast episode, it goes out on Monday. So maybe you're listening to it on Monday, maybe Tuesday. But on Monday, December the 16th, the doors close. So just make sure to head over to my website. And of course, I'm going to link it in the show notes as well to www.bluemountainmindfulness.com forward slash courses. Find all of the information that you need on there. And if you have 
any questions for me, if you want to talk to me, if you think that you know you need to ask a couple of questions before you can really decide to commit to the program, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. My email is julia at bluemountainmindfulness.com. You will obviously find my contact details on my website as well. And I would love to chat with you and see if the program is a fit, if you are at the right stage in your life. No matter, you know, at the end of the day, if you're feeling super stressed right now, or if you're just really cruising along and you're feeling good with yourself, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, it is extremely important that we practice stress management as a preventative measure instead of doing it reactively once we are already feeling extremely burned out. So this is all I wanted to share with you today. And for those of you that are new on this podcast, just a little inside tip as well. If you really like to watch videos as well, um, I'm always recording my podcast episodes both on audio but also on video and you can find every video to every podcast episode on my YouTube channel as well. And for those of you that are regularly watching my content, you will see that I have a little bit of a new setup here at home and to be a little bit closer to you, to talk with you in a little bit more of a warm setting about all these fantastic, inspiring topics. And yeah, I just came back from a training at the Google Mountain View office yesterday night. So excuse me if I'm a little bit scattered brained today because um, it was a short night to be honest with you. I drove over seven hours yesterday to go down to Silicon Valley, give a one hour training to 80 people and then head back up the hill over the mountains to my home here in Lake Tahoe. And yeah, it was a really fantastic training. I really, really appreciate the interaction with all of the participants to learn new things as well. And yeah. And so um, I wanted to tell you that if you are working for a company, if you are working in consulting or if you're working in a, in a tech company, I would love to hear from you. I'm actually starting to take bookings for 2020. And so if you think, you know, it would be really helpful for your team or for your organization to learn a little bit more about stress management and why it is so important, then make sure to reach out to me. So with that said, let's jump into today's podcast topic, time management for 2020. <sighs> time management is a really tough topic because we have to constantly practice time management. Time management is not a thing that you can do once and then you're going to be absolutely perfect about it. No, it's something that you have to be pretty strict with yourself on a regular basis and with strict, you know, maybe strict is not the right word. Maybe I want to say you want to be ambitious and you want to be um, really clear on your priorities on a regular basis in order to not slip away and have too much on your plate. And maybe the things that you have on your plate are not really reflective of your own priorities and values. Something that I see very, very often when I'm working with my one-to-one -one coaching clients and talking with them about their values and their priorities in life and then looking at their calendars. So when we're talking about time management, the very first most important thing that I would highly encourage you to do is to set actually an hour per week that could be on a Sunday evening or on a Monday morning when you're getting to the office and set one hour aside to really organize yourself, plan and prioritize the week ahead. 
We unfortunately don't do that enough. I don't see a lot of people do that. In fact, I don't have a lot of people tell me doing that at all, but it's something that worked extremely, extremely well for me. And so taking one hour in the morning or in the evening or on a Sunday or on a Monday, whenever you feel this is good for you, to really reflect on what are the top projects and who are the most important stakeholders that I need to satisfy this week and then plan your week according to those priorities. Very often we have a lot of things that are sneaking on into our calendars and very often we forget to block time out to actually be able to think and to reflect and be creative. Because I'm sure you know that that you need to have maybe two hours or three hour time blocks to actually get into things and to think deeper than we often do during the day because we're just hustling from one meeting to another. We're speaking with a lot of different stakeholders. We're speaking to our colleagues. We might even have a family emergency call in the middle of the day as well. So there's always all these moving pieces. And so having a very clear plan is extremely powerful. A couple of things that I want to share with you on that specific piece. When you are prioritizing, planning and organizing yourself for the week, I want you to think about a couple of different things. So besides the obvious, so thinking about your top projects and your main stakeholders that you need to satisfy during that week specifically, I also want you to think about where do you find regular breaks? Where do you set up time to check your email inbox? And where do you find time to think? These are three important blocks that I want you to start really integrating on your calendar, not just thinking about it, but literally blocking that time out on your calendar. Why is that so important? Well, first of all, we're spending way too much time in our inbox. In fact, every time we are starting to get a bit unfocused or we're, you know, we're actually thinking, our eyes move over into the inbox tab and it sees a little three in brackets. So we know that a few emails have come in since we last checked our inbox. And because we are so easily distracted nowadays, we're just heading over into the inbox, we're checking our emails and we are completely distracted and sidetracked from the task that we were taking care of initially. And honestly, that is not very productive at all, right? I'm sure that you all know this. So what I highly recommend to you is that you're setting an email block in the morning and one email block in the afternoon. And give yourself 30 minutes or an hour, no matter how much emails you, you know, usually get, and then block that time, check your emails during that time block, and then once you are done, once that one hour meeting with yourself about checking your emails is done, I want you to close the email inbox tab. This is really, really important. Close the tab and then take care of the things that are important to you. Because at the end of the day, you are taking control of your calendar. Your calendar shouldn't be controlling you. Unfortunately, though, that is usually what is happening in our lives. Our calendars are controlling us and we let our calendars take control over us. So really important, two email blocks, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, could be early afternoon, late afternoon, evening, whatever works for you. 
A couple of things here to consider because I hear this from people all the time, from my clients, from my participants. So I want to make sure to address all of these things. First of all, people are asking me, yes, but what if like people expect something of me? What if people um, expect an immediate response or something is super urgent? I have seen clients um, literally put in the email footer the times when they are checking their emails. And you know what? Every time I hear people test this out, they tell me that people come back to them and they think that it's amazing because at the end of the day, a lack of boundaries creates a lack of respect. But if you are setting boundaries, it invites respect. People will respect you for it. So try this out. Put in your email footer the times when you're checking your emails. And also, if there is a meeting that is scheduled over your email calendar block, be really ruthless about canceling those meetings or asking people to postpone the meetings. Really start to take care of your own calendar. That is really, really important. And the other thing that a lot of participants and clients that I'm working with are telling me that for them it is really powerful also to think about their capacity and about how well they are able to focus during the mornings and during the evenings. And obviously we are all different. Some people are better focused in the mornings. Some people might have a better concentration in the afternoon. And I want you to think about it this way as well. When you're starting to check your emails, I want you to think about, are you going to look at, you know, just 20 emails really quickly in the morning and then sort them and take an hour in the afternoon to get into a few emails that you really have to respond to in more depth? Or are you going to do it vice versa? So think about your own productivity as well and when it is, when you are at your best, right? So that's really important. So emails, email blocks, we talked about that now. The next thing I want to talk with you about is your time to think, your creative time. And the creative time is so important, really. Like, let's be honest, most of us, not not just you and not just John and Susie, but also me, we are so used to creating 30-minute back-to-back meeting blocks that we completely forget that we also need good times in our calendars and in our days to get things done, to not just be in meetings, to not just be in our inbox, but to actually get things done and to create space to be creative and reflective and to create a project proposal or a deck or whatever it is that you need to get done. So I want you to start integrating at least two, maybe three time blocks on your calendar on a weekly basis where you're creating thinking time. And again, really important, this is your time to think. If you are not setting boundaries with people that are coming and swooping in time off of those time blocks, then that's going to be really difficult to manage. So start being really honest with those people and ask them to postpone the meeting, to cancel the meeting, or even ask those people if they um, could potentially talk to somebody else that might be better fitted for their inquiry. I have created a couple of different email templates that will help you with exactly that. If you do want to have these email templates, 
make sure to head over to my website bluemountainmindfulness.com forward slash specials. You will find on that site the holiday special and the email templates was part of that special. So if you want to have those email templates, make sure that you leave your email address on that website and then um, you will receive all of the different templates and the recordings from that holiday training that might be really, really helpful for you. But we are talking about email templates, about setting boundaries and vulnerability, and it's a very powerful topic. And I hope that will be helpful for you because I'm creating these things for you because I want to help you. And so finally, let's talk about regular breaks. I'm sure that you have heard me say this, but the 10% most productive employees work on average 52 minutes and then they take a 17 minute break. That's pretty incredible, right? Because if you're really good at math, you know that 30% of their time per day is spent on breaks. But you know what these people have learned? They have learned that if they regularly disconnect and recharge, they're actually going to be more productive. They have learned to really wisely and effectively manage their time. So I want to highly encourage you to create time blocks for breaks. And again, this could be based on your energy levels. If you know that in the morning you have a little bit of a hard time to get into the swing of things, schedule a regular break in the mornings and disconnect from all of the devices and do something for yourself. Go for a walk, take a book and read maybe for 15 minutes, journal, write down all of the things that you have on your mind before you're getting into the workday and before you're giving out your energy to everybody else. What is also really fascinating for me, and I've been working a lot on that with my different clients, is that we are constantly in these 30-minute back-to-back meetings and we are all scheduling these 30-minute blocks and we never have time to get something to drink, to get a snack, to go to the bathroom, to take a break. We are basically creating this environment for ourselves. And unfortunately, the culture and companies is not doing anything to prevent this. Because at the end of the day, you know what? You are responsible to take care of your calendar on your own. Nobody's going to take your hand and do it for you. The organization that hired you knows that you're an extremely smart person, highly intelligent, and they know that you will do whatever is necessary in order to be successful and productive. So let's talk about that for a second, because I think that's extremely, extremely important. When you are constantly on 30-minute back-to-back meetings, when are you going to take a break? You are creating this hustling, like super high stress environment yourself. That is the honest answer. Because where are you creating time for yourself to go to the bathroom, to get some water, to get a snack, to switch off for a second and, you know, recharge before you're switching your brain to the next topic of the day or to the next meeting that you have. So here's a couple of things that I have started to integrate into my own life and that I have clients seen doing very successfully as well. I want you to start going into your meetings and set expectations with your stakeholders that you have only 20 minutes. And the most important agenda item for you to discuss during that meeting is X, Y, Z, or just X. 
because sometimes we only need one thing that we need to get done during the meeting and that's totally fine because very often our meetings are not very productive either. And unfortunately, our calendars, oftentimes our Gmail calendars, are not very well set up yet to actually reflect 20-minute meetings. It's just going to be a 30-minute time block, and that's okay. So it is really important to communicate with your stakeholder or with the person that you're meeting that you have only 20 minutes, that this is what is really important for you to get out of the meeting. Ask them what is really important for them to get out of the meeting, and then set really clear boundaries to leave 10 minutes before the 30 minute ends. Two, recharge, go to the bathroom and not run to the next meeting room. This is so important and I know that all of you are doing this. You know, for me even, I had this realization a couple of months ago as well. I worked for Google for seven and a half years and my calendar reflected exactly the situation I just explained to you. I was always in back-to-back -back meetings all day long, especially when I started to work as a project and program manager. I was constantly meeting people. I had a lot of different stakeholders. I worked with a lot of different teams, not just in one time zone, but probably in 10 different time zones. So when I started to create my own business and obviously create my own calendar, guess what I was doing? I was still scheduling back-to-back -back meetings on my calendar, even though I was home, even though this is my own business, and even though I could have very well created better time blocks for myself. So when I started to realize and created awareness around what I was doing, I was like, how silly am I? I am taking control over my calendar. I'm going to practice what I'm preaching to all of my clients and participants of my trainings. And I'm going to create more space in between the meetings in order to not have that hassle of jumping from one topic and from one meeting to another, oftentimes delayed because we are just chatting and talking, but we're not really productive. And it's worked really well. So I highly encourage you to try this out. This is not easy. And the reason why I have been doing this, and I have been doing this even when I started my own company, because it's, it's because it's a habit. I have created this habit over such a long period of time. Seven years is a really long time to do the same thing. So all of a sudden I'm telling myself I need to do something different and that's not so easy to implement. So it's definitely taking a lot of check-ins from my site. <laughs> I'm, I'm my own accountability buddy most of the time, but I also share it of course with friends and with my clients as well, because I'm not a perfect human being, but I'm trying very, very hard to integrate these habits to create a better space for myself. So this is really important and I hope that this is really interesting for you and I hope that you're going to take these things and you're going to start implementing them into your day-to-day. -day. Another thing that I want to share with you on this topic today is that I think it is really important as well to find flexibility within your calendars. Again, this is something that sounds super simple and easy, but it is pretty difficult because we are set in our own ways and we have created certain habits. And one of the things that I see very often, especially when I'm working with executive managers, is that they are very strict with their own time, 
But then they also feel really bad if they cancel or postpone a meeting because they don't really appreciate it when another person is doing it to them. Just the other day, I was hopping on a call with a senior manager and she was really sick. And I said to her, why are you not <laughs> telling me that you're not feeling well? And why are you not rescheduling this session? Which would be absolutely okay for me. And she has such a hard time to do that and to take care of herself that she, she just shows up, which is very honorable. And it's great that she's doing that, but she's not really doing a favor for herself. And obviously she's also not showing up to our coaching session the way I would like her to show up to be productive and to learn certain new things and to integrate new things into her life. So I encouraged her to take that time for herself to recharge a little bit, maybe even go home and sleep and cancel the last five or six meetings that she had on her calendar for the day and take care of herself. Something that is very, very difficult for her. And I'm sure that a few of you can relate to that story as well. That it is hard for you to stand up for yourself or to even just be honest with yourself and tell yourself, hey, listen, the way I'm showing up today to work is just not really fair to anyone. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to the stakeholders that I'm dealing with because maybe I'm not feeling well. You know, it could be physically not feeling well, but it could also be emotionally not feeling well. I'm sure that a lot of you have experienced days where you have had a fight with your partner or something really difficult is going on in your family life and you're dragging yourself to work and you're trying to focus on something different, but it just doesn't work. Sometimes it does work and sometimes it's a great distraction and that's great. And sometimes it doesn't work. And in these times when you feel like you're not really productive and you're catching yourself hopping from one tab to another, but not really doing anything, then just stop and be honest with yourself and go home and take time for yourself or go for a walk or whatever it is you need in this moment. People are always very understanding of these things. And I'm sure that if you are thinking about this for a second, what do you think of people that set boundaries and that tell you, hey, listen, I'm having something really difficult going on at home. I need to take three hours today and go home early. I'm sure all of you can understand that. And everybody has respect and understanding for it. So I want you to start practicing that as well, finding flexibility on your calendar. And that is really difficult. It sounds simple, but it is in fact pretty hard to integrate because when is it okay to be flexible and when should we kind of push through, right? And I don't really have the perfect answer for you on this specific topic either, because it's just something really, really difficult to do. So, Find flexibility and be honest with yourself. And I think the only thing I can say to you on this is be aware of how you're feeling and what you're doing. Are you productive? Great, then that's probably okay. Are you unproductive and are you distracted by thoughts? Or are you distracted because you're physically not feeling well? Well, that's a really, really good sign to go home and relax and rest. So flexibility is really important. And another topic I have recently talked about with a manager from a tech company is to set priorities. So very often we are going into our day and we have a to-do list that is probably filled with a lot of different tasks. And 
honestly often too many tasks. We are all high achievers. And so very often we are putting way too many things on our calendars. And if we are really, really honest with ourselves, we can't get all of these things done. We might be thinking we can get all of these things done, but over time we should be learning that maybe we're taking on too many things and we have overextended ourselves and we have said yes to way too many tasks and way too many projects and way too many meetings. So I want you to practice that as well. Because what is really, really powerful and something that I discussed with that manager was that she said to me, you know, I realized that I always put way too much on my plate. And so in the evenings when I came home, I always felt extremely unaccomplished because there were still 10 things on my to-do list that had to get done. And that was extremely frustrating for me because I'm a high achiever and I'm a high performer and I want to stay that way. So what did she do when she came home in the evening? Of course, she would open her laptop again and continue working until all of the things were off her list or she fell asleep. And so what she did differently and something that I want to share with you because I thought it was so powerful was that she said, I started to put only one thing on my list per day, one priority item that was really, really important for me to get done that day. And I always made sure that during my working hours, I got that one thing done. So amazing, what happened? Well, she would come home in the evening, feel extremely accomplished because she had accomplished her priority item and she didn't have to continue working. So this is something that I really, really want you to take away from today's podcast episode because I thought that was so powerful. It was so cool that she told me this little thing because isn't it so true? Because we are all high achievers, we are always extending ourselves. We are always thinking we can get way more things done than we can actually get done because the day has only so many hours to get things done and at the same time, not just work, but also be there for our family, be there for our friends and most importantly, be there for ourselves and take time to recharge. So stress management and recharging on a regular basis is actually also extremely important when we are talking about time management and I hope that you have understood this by now. So. Let me kind of summarize all of these different things that I mentioned today to you. And I hope there's a few different little tips and tricks in there that you are going to go away with today and test out. Because again, the greatest gap in life is between knowing and doing. And if you are listening to all of these things and you gather all this information, that's great. But if you don't start practicing, your life will not change. So step number one is take an hour per week either on a Sunday evening or on a Monday morning and plan, organize and prioritize your week. Number two, create time blocks. And we talked about time blocks for emails. We talked about time blocks for thinking time. And we also talked about scheduling regular breaks. And regular breaks is point number three. So point number one is plan, organize and prioritize your week ahead. Number two is create time blocks. Number three is create regular breaks and think about what I told you about 
you know, creating a new agenda for your 30-minute meetings, finish them 10 minutes early and take time for yourself to not rush from one meeting to another. This can be done. And don't expect other people to do that. You have to take your life into your own hands. Number four is flexibility. And number five is communicate and delegate. Something that I have, I guess, kind of explained over the last 30 minutes, but it is really important that you obviously communicate and that you're delegating tasks, that you're using those email templates that I mentioned to you, and that you're starting to set boundaries, that you're stepping up for yourself, that you're taking control over your own calendar instead of having your calendar control you, and ask people that are scheduling time over your time blocks to postpone or cancel a meeting. This is really important. And you are not going to do this from today to tomorrow. The secret really to all of these different things is, is to set an intention, start small, start with one thing that I told you today, and then practice, practice, practice. I can't tell you this enough. And if you need an accountability buddy, because accountability buddies can be very, very powerful because they actually increase your likelihood to implement changes by 95%, I would really highly recommend to you to get an accountability buddy. If you don't really know who to ask, I am always here for you. I am more than happy to work with you. I would love to see you on the eight-week online coaching program and the 2020 FSTE community because this is exactly what we're going to do. We're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to do weekly 30-minute coaching sessions followed by a 30-minute Q&A and I'm going to answer all of your questions, all of your struggles, all of your challenges that you have and you will be able to create new habits over a two-month period. So yeah, you can tell I'm super excited about the program and I would love to have you there. So think about it, come over, chat to me if you would like to have more information and just know that the registration for the program closes on December 16th. So this is all I wanted to share with you today. As always, I am so grateful that you are spending the time with me to learn more about how you can remain a high achiever in today's crazy world in the tech world in the consulting world and i know that you can do it because you have proven over and over and over again that you have superpowers and that the workplace superpowers that you have learned can also be applied to this skill that i'm trying to teach you which is the stress management skill and one of the things that you would do me a huge favor with is that if you really like this episode and you feel like you know someone in your life that could really profit from the information that I just shared, that needs a little bit more time management in their life, I would really appreciate it if you would share this episode with them. And they would really appreciate it too, because it shows them that you care about them. And I would love to hear from you as well, because I want to help as many people as possible understand that stress management is not just about yoga and meditation, but it is about creating workflow habits into their day-to-day life 
and at the same time build this stress management skill. So if you would leave me a review and a rating on iTunes and talk a little bit about your experience, talk about the things that you have learned in the podcast episodes and the biggest takeaways, then I would really, really love that and I would really highly appreciate that. So yeah, that's all I wanted to share with you today and all I wanted to say to you today. So thank you so much for listening in and I guess I will see you next week, same time, same day. With gratitude, Julia.